Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Retire Simply Podcast. I'm Scott Winstead. And I'm Angela. And we are back uh, here for another week bringing you all things retirement planning and retirement based. And we thought that this week would be a great time to continue our discussion around income. Absolutely. We spoke uh, last week about building out your sit on the porch number. Prior to that, we talked about... Well, let's remind some of them what the sit-on-the-porch number is. So the sit-on-the-porch number, again, um, is uh, the number that you need pretty much every month just to make your life function. So basic income needs, uh, not necessarily trips or um, you know grandkids stuff or, or anything like that. Just whatever it takes you every month to sit on your porch. And so it's really important that we know that in retirement. Prior to that, we talked about budgeting. Um, I hope uh, you took advantage of getting the budget worksheet that we made available to you. If you didn't, I would encourage you to go back a couple of episodes, listen to the budget uh, episode, and then get the budget worksheet. Um, you know, it's it may not be the most fun exercise in the world. However, it's vitally important. Um, understanding your budget, knowing what you need each month or each year uh, is just as important as when you go to the doctor and they take your blood pressure and your pulse. So we have to know what our budget is. Now, Everybody likes to think in terms of income. Everybody likes to think in terms of how much they need, right, to make things uh, work in their life. And we need to maybe define income a little bit. It, it's kind of um, a big, broad, uh, I guess, topic. But there are some nuances to income. And we define income uh, into two categories, basically. So one type of income that you can have in retirement would be what we call guaranteed income. Okay, so that would be, uh, we call it right on uh, mailbox money. Sure, you can absolutely count on it showing up sometimes every month or every quarter. Yeah, set it up. I think mailbox money is like an old term, right? Like, because <laughs> your social security checks and things don't hit your mailbox anymore. But we all know what mailboxes it's are. It's basically money that comes into your household every month like clockwork, mm-hmm. pretty much until the day you die. So some sources of mailbox money would be Social Security. Some sources of mailbox money would be a pension. Um, there's a financial tool out there that you can get that's called an annuity. Sometimes annuities can be set up to give you guaranteed lifetime income. Mm-hmm. So that's what we talk about, guaranteed income or mailbox money. That's one type of income. Now, the other type of income would be, you guessed it, non-guaranteed income. (laughs) So this would be income that would come into you, um, but it's not going to hit the mailbox every single month, regardless of what happens in the world, regardless of what happens in the market, regardless of what happens with administrations. It can fluctuate. And some of these are really consistent streams, but they're just not guaranteed. That's right. And so as you're thinking about your income, as you're thinking about how much money you need Um, every month that sit on the porch number, it is important to understand how much of that income that you need is going to be coming from guaranteed versus non-guaranteed sources. Mm -hmm. What we typically find is most people have a very high percentage of their sit on the porch number covered with their guaranteed income between Mm -hmm. Social Security and pensions. Mm -hmm. Then there's usually a gap, a little shortfall, between maybe what their actual goal is that they want Mm -hmm. and what the mailbox money covers. Give you a quick example. Let's say that um, Angela and I had a $5,000 a month uh, goal for our income, so $60,000 a year. Um, And 
we can do that uh, because I don't have to buy shampoo, <laughs> right? Um, however, when we, let's say, look at our portfolio or our plan, maybe we're only bringing in $3,000 a month from Social Security collectively. So that would tell us that we have about a $2,000 a month shortfall. And what we would need to be able to do is start to figure out how do we position our retirement assets to make up that $2,000 a month or $24,000 a year each and every year so that we can continue to have our income. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. That's not the scope of of this uh, week's episode. But we want you to start to understand the difference between your guaranteed and non-guaranteed sources. So what are some things that make up non-guaranteed sources of income? Well, that could be like um, dividend income. So Mm -hmm. here's what a dividend is if you don't know. Uh, A dividend is simply money that an investment gives back to you typically because the investment did well. Okay. Now, a lot of times folks really like dividends in their portfolio in retirement because they want to generate income. But you may be surprised, or maybe not, I am surprised still, how many people actually believe that dividends are guaranteed. Right. It's and, a common misconception. Yeah. And it, it doesn't mean that maybe AT&T stock hasn't paid a dividend for the last 80 years. But that dividend is not guaranteed, and it can fluctuate. Mm-hmm. So you just want to be very careful when you're thinking about specifically dividends to understand that if you're just trying to generate most of your income that way, you've got to be okay with some fluctuation in that because they're not guaranteed and they do go up and they do go down. Okay. Um, You know, bonds can generate income. Uh, Regular stock investments can generate income. Um, Different forms of annuities can generate income. Real estate can generate income. So there's a lot of different things that generate income. Mm -hmm. The key is making sure you have a really great handle on this is what comes in regardless of what happens. This is what comes in when things go right. This is what can come in if things don't go so right on that non-guaranteed side. So you've got some buffer and fluctuation there. Mm -hmm. Just need to understand. That's Um, right. Yep. And so... Once we've got the handle on that, once we understand our guaranteed and non-guaranteed income, then what you've really got to do is start to put together that income plan. Um, And it's got to cover both spouses. Mm -hmm. I can't stress this enough. If you were married, you have got to have a plan that covers both spouses very rarely. I mean, I don't know of anyone. Maybe you do, hon. Um, Very rarely do, do both spouses pass away on the same day. No, but I hope we do. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? <laughs> in, in a long, long distant yeah. future. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be that would be something. But anyway. Most very, don't. Most, most don't. don't. Most people, most spouses don't pass away on the same day. And here's the deal. Especially on your guaranteed income side. If I've got, let's say, back to our example, $5,000 a month that we need uh, for our uh, monthly income, $3,000, let's say, is covered uh, bet- under, Social, on, Security. under Social Security. And let's say that I've got $2,000 of that Social Security and Angela's got $1,000 of that Social Security. So that makes up our 3000 Yep. And let's say at some point in the distant future, I die first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's think about that. What happens to one of those Social Securities? Most people get that answer correct. And they say, well, one goes away. And that's actually true. So Angela, being the lower income earner on Social Security, she would actually, as a survivor, step up to my 2000 Okay. 
but that means that she loses her thousand. So to be said another way, her income would go from getting $3,000 a month at Social Security down to $2,000 a month at Social Security. I'd be down $1,000. Yeah. Do you think, well, let me ask you, hon. Yeah. Is that the time you want to take a hit to your lifestyle when you're grieving over me? You know I don't. Of course not, because I'm a hard enough guy to get over. <laughs> I believe that's <laughs> right? true. Yes. Of course not. So you've got a plan on your income, not just when both people are living, but what happens when someone dies? Where is that other money going to come from? Of course, it's got to inflate. And of course, we've got to take into account pensions and things like that. But you've got to start to think about both spouses. And you know that I'm always trying to pull the ladies in on finances. So ladies, if you're listening, when Scott talks about one of the spouses passing away and the income going down in this example, $1,000 a month, 80% of us ladies outlive our husbands. So that means we're the one that experiences the income going down $1,000. So I hope that helps you perk your ears up and get really involved in this. We've got to take care of it. So listen, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you have a question, now's your chance. You can scroll down under the episode and you'll see this week's offer. It's really a link to my calendar for a 15-minute introductory call. Click on schedule your call and it'll take you right to my calendar. I look forward to chatting with you soon. So not only do we need to build an income plan uh, that covers your sit on the porch number, it's got to grow. It's got to cover both spouses. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times I find, uh, especially if folks have a pension. Yeah. You know, um, I would say probably about half the time people select an option that doesn't give the surviving spouse 100 percent of that benefit when they die. And sometimes that can be a good option as long as you've got a strategy in place. That, so we're not that's we're not right. talking about that. specifically. Absolutely not suggesting that shouldn't be the strategy, yep. but you need to make sure that you've taken into consideration where the surviving spouse gets their income. I've heard some people tell me, you know, when I uh, explain this and we explained this to them, they say, yeah, but when I die, the expenses will go down. You know, she won't have to, you know, still have this and do this. That sounds great in theory. It is never the case in our experience when we unfortunately have had to live through that with folks. No one wants to take a hit to their lifestyle when someone passes away and they darn sure don't want to have to make any big lifestyle changes for a while while they're sorting everything out and grieving. So the responsible thing to do, the smart thing to do is to have an income plan where you know, number one, here's what our income looks like while we're both alive. Mm -hmm. In the event that one of us passes away first, here's what the income looks like moving forward. If you don't have that plan or you don't, uh, you've never looked at that for yourself, we are happy to build that for you. It's, it's called an income analysis. And here's really what it is. It's one piece of paper. And here's all you have to do. Hey, Scott and Angela, here's all the money we've been able to save. Here's what our guaranteed income sources are and how much we're going to get. And here's how much we would like. Yeah. And based off of those three criteria and inputs, we are able to build out that plan for you to show you what your income is going to look like, Mm -hmm. okay? And you owe it to yourself to have that income plan. It's vitally important. 
If you have that and you want us to review it, we would love to do that for you. And if you don't have that, we would love to build it for you. Okay. All you have to do is give the office a call and set up a call uh, with Angela or, or I. That number is 817-328-6152. But an income plan is a, a vital, vital piece to your overall retirement. The takeaway from today, make sure you know what is guaranteed to you. Make sure you know what is not guaranteed to you. Make sure you know what it covers while you're both living. Make sure you know what it covers if one of you passes away. Okay? Very, very important. These aren't things you want to start thinking about out of necessity. No, not when someone's sick or you're having to deal with stuff. So, yep, get it taken care of. It's ne Honestly, it's never easy to think about a spouse passing away. But it's a lot easier when they're healthy, they're sitting next to you, and you guys can work through it together. Absolutely. And we would encourage you to make sure as, you, as, as we continue kind of at the first part of this year to have this all buttoned up so that you can go and enjoy yourself, live your life, love retirement, and you're not uh, living in fear of the unknown in terms of what's going to happen to you uh, if, if like, you know, something catastrophic or catastrophe happens. Yep. All right. So... Have that income plan, understand your sit on the porch number, understand your income sources, and I can't stress enough, make that budget. Yeah. Make that budget. All it's right. It's hard, but it gives you freedom. That's right. We look forward to getting uh, back and speaking with you again next week. In the meantime, if we can ever help you in any way, don't hesitate to give us a call. Again, that number is 817-328-6152. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been another week of Retire Simply. Thanks for listening. And remember, anyone can save money and just as easily anyone can run out of money. But it takes skill and a plan to take what you've saved and not run out. If you want to listen to more episodes or learn more about Compass Retirement, go to RetireSimplyPodcast.com. That's Retire Simply podcast.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page to set up your 15-minute call to get your plan started right now. Tune in next week as we talk a little bit more about income. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Compass Retirement, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Compass Retirement, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Compass Retirement, Inc. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.